Hello, hello, hello. This is Sharita, Prophetess Sharita, and I am coming to you today with a Say Yes with Sharita moment. Here at Say Yes, my motto is if you say yes to the Lord, he will say yes to you. Today, my topic is a continuation of the topic of the word abomination. The word abomination. Let's talk about it. As defined, the word abomination is something that is regarded to as disgust or hatred, extreme disgust or hatred, something that God loathes, something that God hates, something that God detests, something that is a disgrace unto God, something that is contaminant or contamination, um, something that is in contempt, something that is a defilement or something that is a uh, something that defiles, uh, something of a perversion or perverse, uh, and anything that is wrong. So um, the word abomination is strong, 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 strong hate towards that. It says extreme disgust or hatred. These are things that God hates the most. These are things that God hates the most. So at the end of the day, so I had to search myself. I said, well, Lord, (laughs) let me get into this word and let me um, make sure that, you know, this is nothing that I'm doing personally, you know, because it hit heavy. But a lot of times when the spirit of God hits uh, the spirit of a prophet, it is so that they can redirect the hearts, the minds and the souls of the people to God. Because what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and then to lose his soul? So it will be a burning hell hell that uh, many people will go into if you are practicing things that are of an abomination. So according to Revelation 21, it says, And there shall in no wise enter into anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written into the Lamb's Book of Life. So if you are actually working anything that is an abomination, abominations are not found in the Lamb's Book of Life. And it's not because I'm mean. It's not because I'm hard-hearted. It is because the Word of God is what it is. It says what it says. And in the book of Revelations 22, it says, if you add to the book of the prophecy, you add to the plagues in your life. If you take your name out of the book of the prophecy, if you modify or if you take anything out of the book of the prophecy, not just a name, but if you take anything from out of the Bible. So let's say if, oh, well, I don't like that the Bible says that I'm going to take verse 27 out. Well, if you take verse 27 out, um, you literally are going to create a legion of demons because what then happens is anyone that does not adhere to what it is written will um, not be able to enter into the kingdom. And God is going to say, I know you're not. Depart from me, your works are of iniquity. So let me get right on into the word of God today so that I can share with you so that we can expound on this scripture by scripture. And um, as I'm doing this, God is ministering and giving me more things to um literally add to it so um what i will be doing is each day um i will be talking about sins of abomination but then i may come in with another topic because this one is very very extensive and it's very very detailed 
so we are going into the book of Proverbs chapter 6 and what I'm doing is um, I know that a lot of people have issues with the law so what I'm doing is I'm taking time to uh, do some excavation and as I do excavation of the Word of God I am literally showing and reflecting and demonstrating how this is said here in the Old Testament but it is also said here in the New Testament. So it literally says in the New Testament that whosoever works an abomination or makes a lie, they um, they won't be written in the Lamb's book of life. Okay? So this is not my words. These are in the Bible. And it says, um, you know, they will not enter into... Um, the new heaven and the new earth that God is creating. And that is in the book of Revelations 21. So let me get into um, verse 18 says, A heart that devises wicked imaginations and feet that be swift in running to mischief. So as we know, uh, Proverbs um, 6 starts off with these are six things that the Lord hate, yea, are seven of them which are an abomination unto them. So verse 18 says, A heart that devises wicked imaginations, and feet that be swift in running to mischief. So we have got to know that we cannot have, um, you know, some people are innately just um, mean-spirited people, and they always wish bad things or negative things on other people. Um, the Bible says, and it is the devil that comes with a strange, a strong delusion. So if we're imagining wicked things happening upon people or uh, hardships upon people or, you know, things of that nature, those are things that are abomination to God. A heart that divides wickedness, a heart that does not think good things towards people, um, a heart that is basically thinking of wickedness, hurt, harm, danger, uh, violating um, things that are literally, <clears throat> um, you know, not good or positive. So it says, and then feet that be running to mischief. So there's a lot of people that, you know, like to be a part of the drama, like to be a part of the in crowd, like to be a part of the mess, like to be um, in the circle. The Bible says narrow is the gate that gets into heaven and every now and then you will see a traveler. But broad is the way that leads to destruction. So we have got to be careful. We have got to be mindful and we've got to get into the word of God. We have got to get into the word of God. So in the book of of Romans in the book of Romans it says there in the book of Romans chapter 3 and 15 their feet are swift to shed blood so you know there are people that are swift to do evil um, mean malicious malignant things um, and if we go a little bit further um, it also tells you, you know, in the book of Second uh, Timothy chapter 3, that people will be heady, high-minded, lovers of themselves more than lovers of God, covetous, boasters, proud, incontinent. You know, um, it also talks about having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. So we've got to take time because the devil is seeking to and fro in and out of the earth, seeking whom he can devour. The Bible teaches that the devil is the father 
father of lies, the father of deception. So you have got to choose you this day whom you will serve, who you will serve. You know, um, in the book of Joshua, it tells you whether you want to serve the gods on the Amorite or the gods on the other side of the flood. But as for me and my house, I choose to serve the Lord. I choose to serve the Lord. So we have got to get to a point in our lives where we are dispelling and loosing negative thinking, negative thoughts. If negative thinking, negative thoughts, or negative imagination, negative visions, if these things come, you've got to sometimes say, like, in my position, in my predicament, I may see something that is negative in my spirit, and my job may be to intercede for someone in prayer. My job may be to... um, warn a person to say you know what this might not be good because you know when I was in my 20s I was associated with uh prophetic schools um or prophetic training grounds so in my 20s um you know I would have a prophet that would sometimes frequent me at the uh one of the beauty salons um and when I would see uh her coming in sometimes she would come in and give me a warning and so it's just like I could not see certain things because of my flesh because no I know this person that person wouldn't do that because that person is a nice person because I was still you know in my flesh but as the Holy Spirit leads you guides you and directs you and as he shapes and molds you forms you and elevates you in the spiritual realm you see that there's other levels of discernment so um, you've got to watch and pray that you not fall into temptation because the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak and if we also look into the New Testament we'll see that um, you know it says a heart that devises wicked imaginations you know so there was a lot of different things if you go into the book of Galatians Paul went into Galatia he says oh foolish Galatians who has bewitched you you know so these people have fell off into sin these people have fell off into um other things outside of the will and the word of God so that literally you know had them to a point where God says okay let me send the man of God in to redirect them back to me you know there are different instances uh, further on in the Bible where you see there's instances where it says okay you know look don't listen to everything that everyone is saying because in the book of Timothy, again, in 2 Timothy chapter 4, it tells you that they have itching ears and they heed themselves teachers of themselves. So they are going out and about and they're listening and they're dealing with people that say things that are pleasing to their spirit because they have gullible, impressionable spirits. But like children in the natural, children in Christ can be shaped, molded, informed, and corrupted as well. And once you learn bad habits in the spiritual realm, that can be disastrous because at that point in the spiritual realm, you are then outside of God. You are then outside of God. So once you are outside of the will of God, then that brings forth and it births sin. So we cannot, um, you know, uh, have a heart that devises wickedness. So we've got to say, 
like the psalmist David said, created me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. When things that come into our spirit, Lord, I don't know what that is, but could you please give me a revelation? Could you please um, give me the discernment? Could you please um, give me clarity? Lord, could you please um, explain to me why this is going on? And sometimes you have got to get to a point where, you know what, Lord, I rebuke that spirit. I rebuke that uh, feeling. I rebuke um, this thing because it has no power, no authority like people that are victims of certain things because there are people out here and I did not know this until about 20 years ago um, that there are a lot of people and there are a lot of people inside of the church and in this world that are a part of uh, abominations which is forms of witchcraft you know what I'm saying? So there's people out here that because their heart devises the wickedness, then they take their feet and they run swift to the mischief. And then they get oils, lotions, potions, uh, lock of hair, article of clothes. And then before you know it, they have worked. Some, they try to work some type of route. So you have got to be careful. You've got to be mindful and you've got to be prayerful and you've got to just stay focused on the Lord and you've got to keep your heart and your mind right and you have got to keep your feet from all of the drama all of the mischief and all of the things that everybody else is doing because the Bible teaches us that we are not to turn to the right or to the left that we've got to keep our foot from evil we can't turn to the right or to the left you know so I thank God for um giving me that word I had a young lady one day she said um well you know I know what my gift in the spirit is and I know what God called me to do and I know this that and the other so you know I just know that people um treat you differently when you operate in a gift or in a title or what have you um so whether you are a beginning prophet or whether you are a prophet with massive massive followers anytime you uh, are out prophesying there are people that will cling to you in the same capacity like a psychic so this girl looked at me and she says well um nobody ever uh, did that before nobody ever gave me a word like that because the Holy Spirit said to me to give her the word of God to give her the word of God because she wants to move in me you have got to equip her to do the job that she desires to do because the Bible says to covet this particular gift and she wanted to operate and she wanted to move in this gift so I told her to go into the book of Joshua and so as I gave her the scripture and I gave her um, that word I had to I said the Holy Spirit said read Joshua chapter 1 period she was like um nobody ever prophesied to me like that before and so I said well you know what the Holy Spirit literally has to give you a prescription so with with a prescription you have got to have instructions you know like when you go to a doctor if you have a headache or if you go to the doctor and you know you have a situation it will say this is your prescription and you have got to take this two times a day for seven days or you have got to put these drops in your eyes three times a day for the next three to seven days and then you've got to come back for either a refill hallelujah somebody oh that's a word in itself for a refill and you know so the the lord just put the 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 concept of the holy spirit into my spirit as i said refill um because there is somebody that may need a refill or somebody might need a fresh cup of the holy spirit and somebody may need to tarry that is listening to this word because it's not by power nor by might but the the word of god literally um comes more fluidly 
with um, access through the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is a key point. The Holy Spirit is a key point to uh, spiritual success um, in, with God, with God, not man, with God. So um, I gave her the scripture. And so when I gave her the scripture, it was instructions inside of the scriptures. And she was too... Uh, spiritually immature or she was too classically conditioned um, by prophets that operate um, I call them the Hananiah prophets because they um, operate like psychics Um, you can um, literally tell somebody their personal prophecy but a personal prophecy profits nothing if you don't prophesy the person and point them into the direction of healing deliverance restoration and if you don't point them to God so I gave her a scripture and the scripture literally was giving her instruction and the structure the instruction was to meditate on the book of the law day and night that her ways may be prosperous and of good success not turning aside to the right not turning the side aside to the left see people don't realize that that particular word in itself is a commission God commissioned Joshua, the son of Nun, to take the torch after Moses and Aaron had passed away. So the moral to that story is sometimes people miss out on blessings and people miss out on authenticity and people um, don't receive godly instruction and godly knowledge, wisdom, and understanding because they have been trained incorrectly in the spiritual realm and they have been trained incorrectly in the natural realm and so the it, the bible says and god takes the foolish things to confound the wise so then also the bible also teaches that fools despise wisdom so here i had given this young lady a piece of wisdom knowledge and instruction and that instruction see I can tell you what I need to tell you but the thing of it is is I can't give you personal instruction you don't need a word from me what you need to do is a word of God uh, to get a word from God because it is the word of God that will clean you up it says thy word that I have hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee so there are people that are operating in the prophetic in an abomination because they're not actually operating as a prophet of God, but they are operating in the spirit of the psychic realm, which is basically telling people about houses, cars, and things that don't actually equate to them accessing the blessing of getting their name put into the Lamb's Book of Life. So they have gotten uh, carnal instructions on prosperity, but they have not gotten divine instruction on deliverance. They have got not gotten divine instructions on how to purge out uh, negative behaviors. You know, Jonah, as a prophet, he went into the city. And as Jonah went into the city, he gave them instructions and gave them the concept of repentance. So we are not going to have feet that go to mischief. And we are not going to have hearts that devise Uh, hearts that devise wicked imaginations. We are going to ask God to come in and create in us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us. We are going to ask God to give us the Roman 12's mind 
12 mind and heart it says um I beseech ye therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable is your reasonable service unto God, that ye be not conformed to this world, but that ye be transformed by the renewing of your mind through Christ Jesus. We've got to get our hearts and our minds uh, set as and prefaced on the word of God so that our feet will be shot in the preparation of the gospel of truth. So I'm going to conclude for today. We have got to get our minds and we have got to get our hearts right because a bad heart is uh, uh, is an abomination to God and a feet that actually participates willingly and regularly in mischief in mischief in mischief in mischief you know because at some point you continue to persist in sin and that is when God gets a little bit kind of perturbed or Uh, a little bit upset so we've got to be prayerful we've got to be mindful and above all things we've got to be obedient and we've got to be obedient to who our father who art in heaven so at this point i pray that you be delivered rest restored blessed and i pray that god will just come in and create a new work within you and i pray that god will put it in your hearts and your minds and your spirits to get into the word of god so that when your day comes and that person is literally reading your eulogy at the end of your life God is saying, well done, thy good and faithful servant, you know, instead of depart from me, your works are of iniquity. So the choice is yours. God is not going to force anyone because he gave everyone free will. So you can live your life full of sin. And um, and that's that's the choice that you can choose to make. Or you can choose the divine road to get into the word of God. And if the word of God cleanse you, purge you, renew you, restore you, and bless you. So I'm going to close with my seven points to accessing the blessings of God. Seven points to accessing the blessings of God is obedience is number one. Number two is repentance. Number three is faith. Number four is love. Number five is prayer. Six, praise. And seven, worship. So I pray that this has not landed on deaf ears. I pray that you will telephone and tell a friend. I pray that you will um, get a mindset to serve God or to walk in his statutes. And until next time. So remember, if you say yes to the Lord, he will say yes to you. And always remember that there is a blessing on the other side of your yes. Until next time.